Let us pray. And the Lord opened the mouth of the ass. And she said unto Balaam, What have I done unto thee, that thou hast smitten me these three times? Numbers 22.28 Dear Heavenly Father, when I begin to take territory on your behalf, Lord, I thank you in advance for protecting me against the plots and the plans of others to curse my life and to create chaos. However, in the midst of your protection, Lord, protect me from myself when I try to move on my own accord. Like Balaam and his donkey, I know that you can and will use any sign to stop me from moving in a direction you do not desire me to go. Therefore, keep my mind attentive and alert to see the signs that you've placed around my life to protect me. Open my eyes and my ears so that I can hear your message through different vessels. I decree and declare that I will not allow pride to get in the way of my protection. You have my heart. You have my ears. And you have my unwavering devotion, now and forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for making prayer a priority in your life. To hear the Bible come to life, stay tuned for The Bible in a Year. Brought to you by BibleInAYear.com. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. <laughs> I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for 40% off site-wide and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for 40% off site-wide at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments 
are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. With over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Let it flourish. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. God Makes a Donkey Speak In the last story, we learned of Moses' growing anger against the people of Israel. Their constant complaints and groans sparked anger in Moses, and his rage inhibited him from being able to see the promised land. As Israel journeyed further, Aaron had passed away. In this story, we learn about how Balak, the king of Moab, sends Balaam to go and curse Israel, and even his own donkey warns him against it, as inspired by the Book of Numbers. Hi, I'm Pastor Jack Graham with today's episode of The Bible in a Year. In yesterday's episode, we learned that in his anger and frustration, Moses sinned against God by bringing glory to himself or making water flow. As a result, God tells him he'll never enter the promised land. They continue their journey, facing obstacles, opposition from other nations, and ongoing thirst and fatigue in the wilderness. And along the way, Aaron passes away and the people mourn his death. Today, we learn of a foreign king who seeks to curse Israel through a Gentile soothsayer named Balaam, and how God uses a beast to warn Balaam not to comply. Let's hear today's reading now. The grumbling yet growing people of Israel ventured forth to find new land to camp in. Though the people of Israel were only freed slaves, their sheer numbers were vast and threatening to other nations. Hundreds of thousands of them filled miles in every direction wherever they went. The Sea of Israelites finally found refuge in the plains of Moab, beyond the Jordan at Jericho. The gentle grass was a refreshing break from the rocky canyon ground. Balak, the king of Moab, saw the density of Israel from miles away. Fear came over Balak, for he had heard what Israel had done to the Amorites. Although Israel meant Moab no harm, their numbers made the whole nation tremble. To them, Israel might as well have been a horde of demons come to take their land. The people of Moab spoke to the elders in Midian and said, "'This Israelite horde will eat us alive!' They will lick us up as an ox does the grass of the field. King Balak knew he could never compete with the numbers of Israel. If they desired, they could swallow up his kingdom and cast his people out into the wilderness. A homeless and desperate group was a dangerous group, and Balak would do anything to protect his kingdom. If sword and shield could not defeat Israel, perhaps a darker and more sinister form of warfare would work. Balak remembered Balaam, a mighty man known for his spiritual power. Balak desired for Balaam to curse the people of Israel, plague them, and cast them into darkness. Balak sent messengers to Balaam to say, The people of Israel cover the earth in front of me. Curse this people for me, since they are too mighty in number for me to defeat them. 
For I know he whom you bless is blessed, and he whom you curse is cursed. Balak asked these things, ignorant of where Balaam's powers truly come from, the one true God of Israel. Balaam was not Moses, so he did not speak to God face to face as he would with a friend. Yet God did speak to him, and this time God spoke clearly and explicitly, saying, These people are a blessed people. I will not curse them, nor will you. So Balaam sent the messengers away, refusing Bullock's request. Bullock considered Balaam's refusal as simply a matter of price. He sent princes along with great treasures and promises of blessing. Balaam was enticed by the offer. His heart fluttered when he saw the treasures and heard of the rewards that would await him if he cursed God's people. Yet even though he desired to, he would not curse Israel. Balak could give me an entire house of silver and gold, yet I cannot go beyond the command of God, Balaam said apprehensively. Balaam gestured around his home and said, Stay the night. I will see if God has anything new for me. So Balaam went before God again. God met Balaam where he was. He spoke to Balaam, knowing the selfish desires of his heart, saying, If the men have come all this way to find you, go with them, but only do what I have commanded you to do. Balaam wasted no time. He gathered his things, packed his donkey, and left first thing in the morning. Treasure could quite possibly be awaiting him. Like small sparks to drying wood, God's anger ignited towards Balaam. God went before Balaam on the road to stand against him as an adversary. Though Balaam was ignorant to the presence of God on the road, Balaam's donkey was not. The donkey saw an angel of God standing in front of the path with his sword drawn. The donkey cried out in fear. Immediately, the donkey turned away from the angel and ran toward the field. Balaam grew frustrated and ran after the donkey. He grabbed his donkey by the reins and struck her to turn her back to the road. As they continued forward, the angel of the Lord appeared again between the vineyards and walls on either side. The donkey trembled again and pressed Balaam's foot against the wall. Balaam screamed in pain and began hitting her again. As they continued, a third time the donkey saw the angel of God with sword drawn. The donkey heeled backwards and fell on top of Balaam. Balaam laid there underneath his oaf of a donkey. Groans of pain and annoyance could be heard from under her. Balaam wiggled out from underneath the donkey, took his staff in his hands, and began beating her. God had done miraculous things to speak to his people. He has sent signs and wonders, burned bushes, parted seeds, and sent clouds to surround mountains. God has spoken through whispers in the wind, piercing words of thunder and rushing waves. Yet this time, to match the absurdity of Balaam's heart, God spoke through his donkey. What have I done to deserve you hitting me three times? The donkey yelled at Balaam. Because you have made a fool of me, Balaam said ironically, considering that he was now speaking to a donkey as if it wasn't totally insane. If I had a sword in my hand, I would kill you, Balaam said in a mad rage. Slowly, he was beginning to come to the reality of the situation. He was speaking to his donkey. The donkey spoke again to Balaam, saying, 
I have been your donkey for your whole life. Have I ever steered you wrong or treated you this way? It is hard to describe the amount of shame associated with being scolded by your own donkey. Balaam shrugged with his head down and replied, No. Balaam lifted his head, and before him he saw the angel of the Lord standing in the way with his sword drawn. As his donkey had three times before, Balaam trembled in fear. He bowed and fell on his face. The Lord spoke to Balaam with scalding rebuke, saying, Why have you struck your donkey? I have come out to oppose you because your mission is perverse. Unlike you, your donkey was perceptive enough to see my warnings. If she had not veered from the path, I very well may have killed you. Balaam was coming to grips with what his heart was truly after. Though God had given him permission to go, Balaam was anticipating treasures and rewards for cursing the people of Israel. No secret desires of his heart were kept hidden from God. Balaam was still on his face as he spoke, saying, I have sinned. Please, if it is evil for me to go, I will turn back. The angel of the Lord said to Balaam, You may still go, but only speak what I tell you to say. So Balaam departed with the princes of Balak to the kingdom of Moab. Balaam rode his donkey, still in shock from what had just occurred. His destination was the same, yet his desires were different. Now Balaam would not be flippant with God's permission to leave. Balaam remained silent, desiring to hear the voice of God, for he knew he would be tempted to do wicked things ahead. Today's story begins as we become accustomed with Israel wandering in search of a new land. This nomadic nation without a home is growing in number. Their mere presence in the area is enough to make some kings nervous. King Balak of Moab feared that if the Israelites wanted to overthrow his kingdom, he couldn't stop them. He went to the elders of Midian and filled them with the same fear. Balak knew a military approach wouldn't save him, so he turns to another tactic, to a dark world that's unseen but very real. It's a world that's still very present today, a spiritual world, an invisible world with invisible battles with the unseen forces of good and evil. Balak intended to engage the evil forces of darkness for his cause. He sends messengers from Moab and Midian with Balaam, a soothsayer believed to be able to bring curses on people. They offer him money for his services. Balaam says he must seek out the Hebrew God. So God speaks to Balaam and tells him he must not take part in what Balak is asking of him. It's important to note that it was not Balaam who summoned God near but God who drew near to Balaam. Balaam tells Balak's men he cannot help them, and this initial refusal only causes Balak to offer more money. Balaam refuses again, though he is tempted by the increased offer. He says he can't go against God, but he asks the men to stick around for the night. This is a move motivated by greed. He's hoping God might just change his mind. So God appears to Balaam and says he can go with these men only if they come looking for him in the morning, and that he's to do only as God instructs. Balaam doesn't listen to God, and the next morning saddles up his donkey to go meet the delegation. What follows is a very peculiar story. 
God sends an angel to block Balaam's progress on the road. Three times the donkey sees the angel and steps or veers from the path. Each time an angry Balaam strikes the animal. Finally, God opens the donkey's mouth and Balaam carries on a conversation with this animal. Now, I have to admit, this is a strange and even funny picture as you imagine this exchange. But the topic of conversation is anything but a joke. The donkey scolds Balaam for his actions. Then finally, the angel appears to Balaam and God rebukes him. He tells Balaam it was God who was stopping the journey. Balaam is truly moved. Listen to his response in Numbers 22, verses 34 and 35. Balaam said to the angel of the Lord, I have sinned, for I did not know that you were standing in the way against me. Now then, if it is displeasing to you, I will turn back. But the angel of the Lord said to Balaam, Go with the men, but you shall speak only the word which I tell you. So Balaam went along with the leaders of Balak. This strange and supernatural story reminds us of the great lengths God will go in order to get through to us. He sent signs and wonders to Pharaoh, and here, a donkey, a talking donkey to Balaam, and ultimately, much, much more. God wants us to hear from him so much that he sent his son, who is the living word of God, and God has spoken through his son, Jesus Christ, perfectly and permanently. It is the relentless pursuit of a God who stops at nothing, even a cross, to bless those that he loves. Balaam goes on his way to meet Balak, and the next time we'll learn what he says. So let's pray. Dear God, thank you for the extraordinary lengths you go in order to reach us and draw us to you. Thank you for that reminder today. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to today's Bible in a Year podcast. I'm Jack Graham from Dallas, Texas. Download the Pray.com app and make Bible reading and prayer the priority of your life. If you enjoyed this podcast, share it with someone you love, because by sharing this podcast, you can make a difference, a big difference, an eternal difference in someone else's life. And if you want more resources on how to tap into God's power for your life, be sure to visit jackgraham.org. God bless you. This episode is sponsored by MediShare, an innovative healthcare solution for Christians to save money without sacrificing quality. Welcome to the Pray News Podcast, where hope is our only bias. Each day, we'll unpack the most prominent stories happening in the news and offer a Christian perspective. We won't shy away from the hard topics, and we won't dilute the hopeful message of Christ. This is more than a daily brief on the news. It's a way to be informed and transformed. Listen to Pray News on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. 
They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.